1: TechFan Podcast number 348. I am Tim Robertson. He is David... No, wait. Not David Cohen. In fact, I'm recording this a whole day before... I kind of jumped into... Day? Day? I, you don't want to no. know where he hit that watch. It's the number one show in the <laughs> nation. <laughs> so, Guy Cyril is graciously uh, uh, joined me tonight, because we're actually recording... I did it again. i like... What's his name? The actor. I am keep projecting his voice. Tonight.
2: Are you talking about like Casey Kasem? No,
1: or? no, no, no. Uh, no, I'm trying to think of a, the bit that they did on him on uh, Saturday Night Live. I got to have more Kyle Bell. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I want to say. Oh, damn. Walken. Christopher Walken. Yes, thank you. You know, I was thinking Christopher Walken and I thought, no, that's not right. But no, that was right. It is. Yeah. Well, I know. Totally right. I guess that's what happens. when it's going on ten o'clock, and I've been up for God knows how many hours. Yeah, but anyways... Cat, the cat woke me up at five. Damn cat! Well, that's what time I normally get up, anyways. <laughs> damn alarm, Clark! Uh, Stupid so, job. So, thanks for joining me, guy. I appreciate it. Sure, not a problem. Or, or is, is this still like part of the show? Yeah, we're on. Oh, okay, good, good. Just checking. So we uh, <laughs> last few times we've had we've done podcasts together. It's been more or less a special episode where we talk about the history and all that. Yeah. Well, we're not doing that this time. We're just having a regular show. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to start off. In a world. In, in, well, we did that commercial, remember? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Chad Perry and I did. I had to put that one in one of the tech fans one of these days. That was a really good ad. That's, it was. That was one of my favorite uh, editing jobs. Uh, well,
2: and and the, uh, the the Sergeant Perry one was oh, really Sergeant good Oh, Sergeant Perry too. was
1: awesome. He was so good at that voice. He was awesome. And uh, he couldn't make it with me this time to the new Avengers movie. I was very disappointed. I have not seen that yet. Oh, oh, oh there's drool coming out. No, oh, spoilers. I oh, I know. And I, and I actually got two uh, direct messages on Twitter saying, I'm looking forward to you and David talking about Avengers. Because usually when a Star Wars or a Marvel movie comes out, David and I will do a review here on TechFan and right. i know david saw it because uh he sent me a text and let me let me find that text for you guy and it's no spoilers it doesn't you know i wouldn't i wouldn't spoil it without the full review without warning everybody ahead of time <laughs> um but yes david and i will do um probably next week uh our our review of avengers affinity war i kind of want to see it again anyways um so he texted me a – what was that? Yeah. He texted me a message, and it just said, Infinity War, O-M-F-G. <laughs> and then I wrote, right? And he wrote back, the Russo brothers walk on water.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, I know that, that there's some some major stuff that, that goes on, that that this isn't just another, you know – we fix it within ninety minutes. Kind of superhero movie.
1: It's it's a well, number one, it's two and a half hours long and it flies by. But yeah, it's. Did you now? Did you ever read the comic Infinity Gauntlet?
2: Uh, actually, no, I did not. I because I have like fifty long boxes yeah, of I comics. Uh, I was actually not a big Avengers fan.
1: Well, uh, when I was it doing most of Avengers my collection. Comic. It was a Marvel Universe comic. In the comic book, Thanos wants to kill off half the population of the universe to prove he his love. He wants to kill everybody for death. For death. And death is an entity. Right. A weird noise. What was that weird noise? Uh, yeah. No, listen. I think it's the voices in my head again. Um, oh, I hate that. Man, they just won't shut up sometimes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, come on, voices. And so Knock to accomplish this goal, he collects these infinity gems and each gem has a power over a certain thing, time, space, the soul, that sort of thing. Right. And that's what he's going to use to wipe out half. It was a fantastic, I think it was mid nineties that this came out maybe. And it was a, it really was a great crossover event. And now wasn't uh, that, wasn't that Jim Starlin that wrote that? Yeah. Yep. And okay. he started writing it, but then Ron Lim took over on pencils. And I always liked Ron Lim's stuff. He was really good. Um, but it was kind of a rehash because he did a very similar one back in, I think it was either the late 70s, early 80s, where, because kind of the same thing, Thanos wants to get a cosmic cube and essentially do the same thing. But that was more of a, a Captain, Captain Marvel. and Marvel. Uh, The main yeah. Captain Marvel, the Kree. Right, right, and, the one uh, that died of cancer. That, yep, yep, one of the only characters who ever stayed dead. Actually, yeah, it died and stayed, dead. stayed how, dead. How the hell did that happen? Well, it was cancer. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, they, it's, not, it's not like
2: Doc Ock in the middle of a nuclear explosion that uh, comes back later. Right, okay.
1: No, that was Batman in the last Batman movie.
2: No, that was actually Dr. Dr. Octopus and Hammerhead. hmm Oh, so, God.
1: It takes its inspiration and a lot of the storyline from that. And these 19 movies have led up to this event. It's worth seeing. uh, I'll stop there because, hey, David really wants to talk about this, too. So, we'll hold off, David. He's sitting there cursing at his speakers right now. Shut up. (laughs) Don't say anything else. else me. So, um, yeah, you know, Chad Perry's Sergeant Perry was, uh, I loved it. It was really good. So, anyways, I, I don't know how we got on the subjects, but we kind of wandered. There. Um, Shocker. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who are you talking to, Tim? So, I did want to mention here at the beginning of the show, uh, I posted this on Twitter this morning at like 5.30, and you actually liked it within 34 seconds. That was kind of creepy. Um, I follow you everywhere. <laughs> Obviously, Guy, I know you've talked about it on the MyMac podcast. I've talked about it on TechFan here. Uh, In a couple more weeks, I'm going to roll out a really big uh, PR thing on the site and all social media about the MyMac game show that's happening at MacStock. And we've got um, Barry from the Mac Barbecue is going to be one of our panelists. Um, Dr. Mac Bob, Levitas, Bob Levitas, so yeah, he's going to be one of our panelists, and Larry O'Connor, the CEO of uh, OWC, is going to be one of our panelists. So it's going to be those three panelists and you and I running this game show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I think that probably soon you and I should actually put the game show together and all the questions and stuff, but that's a different matter that we can discuss off air. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I've got about 50 questions all set up. Oh, so you're ahead of me. So... We're going to do this, but what I was posting on social media this morning was that um, Mike Potter, the guy who started MaxDoc, graciously gave us some coupon codes. Oh, yeah. We are using those coupon codes to promote a gathering, if you will. So if you want to meet Guy, Cyril, and I in person... We're going to have a little meetup if we get enough people to take advantage of this. And,
2: so, <laughs> and you have to contact us and tell us you're going to be there. Yeah, otherwise
1: we won't know. Yeah. So if you're, <laughs> Just,
2: it's, this is like nightmares of
1: Macworld Expos mm-hmm. of the past. If you want them, yeah, because we've tried this a few times. Only one of them was actually successful. The very
2: first one. The very first one. Uh,
1: Bj. 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 Sh- he called me, by the way, BJ called me on um, FaceTime yesterday when I was driving home. He, I talked to him, it's been like
2: over the last three months he called me. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, last night's call was about his iPhone 10 is not waterproof. And he sent me pictures with the condensation on the inside of the lens. He said he just dropped it in a bathtub. I'm thinking he dropped it in a bathtub because he was really drunk and he found it the next morning. (laughs) He dropped it in a cup of coffee. Yeah. So, um... That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have a little meetup. Who knows where? Who knows when yet? Uh, but that's what we want to do. We want to promote this event. We want people to show up. You know, we want people to participate in the game show. We're gonna have stuff to give away. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And heaven forbid you sit through a whole bunch of sessions and learn a lot of stuff. So <laughs> yeah, boy, that would be awful. It's it's one of these events. Like, look, if you went to Macworld even once and you really like the vibe, you'll really dig Macstock. It is a different vibe. It is not a Mac. Mac, yeah. Expo well, I mean, you're you're, you're not you're
2: not going through aisles upon aisles no. of iPhone case makers. Mm-hmm. Thank well, God.
1: well, but that was only the last few shows. I mean, you and I were both there in the heyday as well. So, I mean, the Mac World Expo yeah. was was always more than the aisles of vendors. It was the gathering, and so really, this is distilling what we loved about that event into uh, two and well, one and a half two days of a very focused Apple users convention and it's a lot of fun I mean I had a good time um, you had a good time last year you and I of course were there from the very beginning we've been a speaker every yeah. year uh, this is the fourth year and I know Mike is already planning the fifth time so it's gonna be a lot of fun hit us up uh, let us know it's feedback at mymac.com or um, you can of course send it the show at tech dot com. let guy and i know you're coming to max and you want to do the meetup and uh guy and i will plan it and uh we'll all get together and have a drink and have a good time and eat some food and laugh and oh, you know, <laughs> do, do whatever we,
2: podcasters do yeah, on maybe, a friday
1: night maybe record a podcast yeah we could we could do I'll that i'll have i'll have my mobile gear we could do like part one on the MyMac podcast, part two on Tech Fan, or vice versa, or something like that. That'd be fun.
2: And did, now, did I send you a picture of like the whole setup, or did did I just? I, I mean, I know I just sent you the the audio hijack thing.
1: No, you didn't. Okay, I'll have to. I've got one around here someplace. Well, um, I've, I've shown you my mobile setup, which is plugging a microphone into my iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is <laughs> mine's well, more now, complicated really- though. This year, guy. Oh, what do you got? Two two microphones plugged no, into an iPhone? No, no, I have to use a lightning cable adapter. Oh! I got an iPhone. Uh, well, maybe I'll just bring the iPhone 6 and use that as a recording. So I'll have two <laughs> iPhones with me. I don't know. It's getting kind of heavy at that point. It's getting a little complex.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got four microphones, an audio interface, uh, four fed heads, uh, God, what else? The computer, everything. I mean, it's 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 a whole thing. It's 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 a mess. But it weighs, and it all fits into a single backpack, as long as like all the pieces are relatively chummy, and it probably weighs uh, in excess of fifty to seventy pounds. I thought you said portable. Well, it, that is my, my frigging well, iMac
1: and and microphone, <laughs> and that weighs less than that. It's portable-ish portable ish. So let's jump into some tech stuff that's going on in the world right now. So about a week ago, Apple announced, uh, that they are no longer going to be carrying the airport wireless stuff. And collectively, I think the entire tech press went, Oh, they're still selling that. (laughs) That was still, that was still a thing. That was a thing. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I've got one. But I've got no, the sure. old one, the little hockey puck. Well, but it's a square hockey puck size one. Yeah, the Express. Yeah. It works Yeah, I, I got a couple
2: of those. I, I, um, I, I, ha- I actually had, I had the, um, uh, the one that was the shape of the old, of the original Apple TV.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had one of those, too. I had to replace that one. That one actually died on me.
2: Well, mine still worked, but... It it was only, um,
1: what, A, B, and G. Yeah, it was pretty slow compared to a modern wireless router. Yeah.
2: So when we changed over to the to the provider that we have now, they gave us an N router. And the, the difference was like they night found. and day.
1: Yeah, I mean. there Yeah, so I retired it yeah. at that point. Mine died. I re- And the one I've got is an is an N router as well. But I've got another one which is not an Apple one, but it came free with the Comcast cable. Motor. Sure. And it works. That one works too. I, uh, what, I forgot what I named that. Now let me go up to my, uh, I call mine Fred. Uh, mine is cause I live in battle Creek, right? So yeah, BCPD is the battle Creek police department. I named mine BCPD dash narcotics dot unit.
2: <laughs> yeah. It won't <laughs> be too many people jumping on that one.
1: Mine was my other one that I had before this one. um, it was FBI surveillance man. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's that's too that that's not subtle enough, right? Yeah, and narcotics. You, know, people you gotta be think like, about it for a minute.
2: Yeah, people would be like FBI. Oh, that he's that's someone's kidding. That that can't be right. But you've got like just the initials, and then like some kind of like uh, NRC Div or or whatever. They're, they they could be like, ooh,
1: wait, that hey, that man, could are, be a thing. Hey man, hey man, what is narcotics, man? <laughs>
2: Dave's not here, know, man.
1: man. I wouldn't get on that free Wi-Fi if I were you. <laughs> I still play that ad, that Dave,
2: tech fan yeah, ad. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: I see, most of the podcasts on the network weren't updating commercials ever, so I just stopped. They still haven't. I know. So I just stopped playing them. But see, David and I don't do segments like you guys do. We basically hit record, and when we're done, we're done.
2: Yeah, I I need a break. Yeah,
1: I don't. <laughs> I just keep going. It's, yeah, keep the pain <laughs> going. Let, let Hey, did you see see the story that NPR bought uh, Pocket Cast? It's an app for podcasts? No. I don't know what to think about about this. Yeah, NPR and Public Radio, uh, the group bought. um, I've never used Pocket Cast. No. I'll be honest with you, I've never heard of it. I think it must be a good thing. Well, it's just another podcast aggregator, isn't it? Yeah, they said that they they hope to improve discovery, which means they bought this so they can push all their NPR shows to the top of the. I hate the fact that NPR and traditional terrestrial radio takes their content and reuses it and calls it podcast. It's not freaking podcast jerk offs.
2: It's no, a radio
1: it's just- show that you're sending out via RSS. That's n- that's not a podcast. I hate that. I really do. It really bugs it, it really bothers me.
2: Well, I mean as soon really as soon as podcasting became a thing and you know before radio stations all became so bland and the same uh there were there were quite a few that were that were doing that yeah. cuz i mean it's, it's it's not that hard and it's not like the radio stations didn't have you know the
1: storage space to do it. it it i don't know it just bothers me that it's people like us that popularize this thing and yet it's npr that gets all the notoriety well they got the budget i know it still bothers me. Is there any new podcast that you listen to that people should be aware of? Because occasionally I'll throw it out there like, hey, let's start listening to this. Like, I don't know, a year ago I said uh, I'm, I found a new podcast called They Create Worlds, which is it delves deep into the history of the video game industry. It doesn't really talk about the game so much, but the companies and the creators in this industry going way back to, Atari and beyond, and I, I just really like these stories, and, you know, so I put it out there, and I had quite a few people tell me, hey, thanks for recommending that show. I really enjoy it, so is there any, I know you're probably pulling out your iPhone right now. I see you looking down. Um, <laughs> going, what the hell am I listening to? I don't
2: no, know. No, no, no. What is this over here? Well, I was listening uh, this, to John the, this actually, there's actually not that, that many outside of. Uh, like Mac Geek App and and the, and the uh, almost said Stoplight Network, uh, the the My Mac Podcasting Network. Uh, yeah, now, when I was still going downtown, uh, I was listening to a lot more podcasts because my my yeah, commute, commute was much so, yeah. longer. Well, see, uh, but, I've
1: got I've got seventy miles a day that I drive, so
2: yeah, so you have the time,
1: and I've got I've got quite a few. Uh, I was listening to John Gruber's. I listened to that one on and off. I probably listened to one of ten shows. Because they're so freaking long. It's like two and a half, three hours. Like, dude. Yeah. Good Lord. I need a Viagra halfway through your freaking show. Um, But I was listening to one of his lately. Uh, I don't know which one it was. I don't care. But he had an ad for another podcast called Today Explained. And uh, it's not great, but it basically kind of takes the big news of the day and distills it down for about 20 minutes so you can then talk intelligently about it. At the water cooler. That's kind of their thirty second pitch on the elevator. And it's not bad, to be honest. It's like, okay, I get the you know, the new story, and if it's a new story I don't really care about, then I just delete it and go on to the next one. So that's one that I've been listening to, and it's pretty good. Uh here's one that you'll like, guy. You remember Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs? Yeah. Sure. He has got a podcast. Oh really? Uh, yep. He released the ninety ninth episode uh Tuesday. None of these are more than, most of them well, are what's, right around. What's the name of it? The way I heard it. You remember uh, the radio show. Um, what is his name? Wow. I I had it and it's gone. Um, he had a weird voice and he'd tell those little short stories on the radio. You're talking about Stephen Tobolowski? No, no, no. I said radio. Oh, radio. Okay. Yeah, way back in the day, 80s, 70s, Um He'd come on, he'd tell a little story, and that story I heard it or something like that.
2: Oh oh and that was the rest yes. of the story. story yeah. yeah, that was an NPR guy. What the hell was his yeah, name? I'm drawing a blank. There's like
1: I think he's dead now. Well yeah. Um eight <laughs> when that happens. It happens all of us. Um but that's what he's kind of basing this on. So he takes little stories, he distills them down to, um, to about ten minutes. And that's it. That's the whole show. Now, the problem is, though, Mike will have like two minutes worth of freaking ads at the very beginning. I don't mind ads. Hell, I have ads here on TechFan. I'm going to do one in a few minutes. But right. not right at the beginning of the show and not a two-minute ad for a 10-minute podcast. There was actually,
2: oh, God, uh, I don't know if I can say the name of the podcast on a family friendly show uh, it was two mm-hmm. girls that were running it. it was like um two girls you'd like to yeah yeah i know what you're yeah yeah that. yeah okay and i listened to like i mean the, the name itself kind of drew me in and i listened to like three episodes and then i unsubscribed because they literally spent the first 15 minutes of the show Talking about their appearances, talking about where else yeah. you could find them, and it was like, for God's sake, get well, to the well, freaking
1: content! No, that is the content because they use the show to promote their live events where they get paid. So I kind of get that, but I don't know. It it's podcast to for other means. It, yeah, it
2: it's like it's like a an ad cast. Yeah, you know, call it what it is. In and, and you know, I I don't mind people, you know, plug in their stuff because, you know, heck, we do it. It's, it's not that big well, we a deal. We just did it. Yeah,
1: but Although don't it's not spend really our the first because we're not yeah. getting paid to be it.
2: It's no. costing us <laughs> money
1: to go to MaxDoc to be honest.
2: Uh but yeah, but don't don't spend like the first 15 minutes talking uh, about cool. all the various ways. It's, or if you're going to do it to
1: get to the break spot. it up somewhere. Yeah. And the other thing I hate is the people that will Hey, if you uh, subscribe to us on Patreon, uh, we'll read your name on the podcast in the first four minutes. Oh, is them? Yeah, I, you know I'm a Detroit Lions football fan, so there's a podcast about the Lions that I like, and this time of the year is kind of my favorite time for, to be a Lions fan because we haven't lost a game yet. And, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, that's the, the this you, know, is you our start Super Bowl. a Lions pod, call it the optimist uh, the optimistic Lions podcast. Yeah, well. And it stops, like, right around the end of August. Yeah, right, right when training
1: camp's let yeah. out.
2: Even, even before the preseason games.
1: Yes, yes, it's right before training camp, or right after training camp. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, That. It, so. but they, they do that. They start talking about and reading the Patreon. I'm like, really? What What kind of person, like, oh, they're going to read my name. On well, the show. There's my name. Oh, my God, they said it. I'm so excited right now! Oh my gosh. I can't wait to get home and tell my goldfish about this. He's gonna flip his mind. And my cat. Oh. I shouldn't say that. I have cats. I know it was. I saw it on the camera a minute ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's I don't know. But that I do like the show. But yeah, let's get let's shorten it up there a little bit. Um, yeah, get to the point. And that, did, that's
2: why you know all that stuff, all the social media stuff. I always talk about at the end of the show. So, you know, whoever it is that's listening that has taken the time to download the show and listen to the show at that point, once I start talking about that stuff, you can turn it off if you want. You know, there's not going to be any other, any other, you know, goofy guy content at that point. It's just me saying, okay, well, you know, thanks for listening and you can reach me through all the various ways, blah, 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 I blah, for,
1: blah. I forget to do it half the time.
2: I, I'm pretty good at these. Well, we have, we have it. That's why we have show notes, <laughs> so that I can remember. There has actually been times when we've gotten done doing a MyMac show, and and Gas will be like, well, you know, I was kind of surprised you didn't mention this. It was in the show notes. It was like, yeah, I know it was there, but I didn't see it while we were talking about yeah, it, something else. And, and it's too late. It's just too late. Dave and I usually do have show notes,
1: but but it's not really show notes. It's more like – Here's a link to this thing we're going to talk about, and neither one of us look at each other's notes until like, okay, well, hold on a minute, let me launch notes on my Mac here, and okay, I got the show notes. Well, I mean, you know me, I need I need a little more structure. You need structure. I do. <laughs> Somebody needs to lead.
2: Take me by the hand, okay? Those, those Take deep me deep by deep the hand. You lead, <laughs> lead, lead. Oh yeah, my five foot one inch Norwegian mother. Yeah. What she was hell.
1: Yep. She she literally was hell. So that is the show. Thanks for... No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do want to thank our sponsor. It's <clears throat> MacSales.com. As we, we love said, the Larry, sales. Larry's going to be at the uh, Mac stock and one of our panelists. That's going to be cool. But here's something really cool that I really haven't talked about. This is the 30th anniversary, 30 years in service at the Otherworld Computing. I think that is... How many businesses fail within the first five years? The vast majority of them. Yeah. question. And so for a company to be, and let's be honest. Especially, especially a tech company. Not just a tech company that focuses on Apple users who are probably the pickiest and hard to please crowd ever. I, they, we really are. We're, we're so judgmental about it. it no, we aren't. No, we're not. Shut up. We're we're not stubborn either. You can't say that. I I saw a billboard, and I thought I had seen it on Facebook, and I think I did, but I think someone actually did it in real life close to, well, on my drive, and it's all about men with uh, prostate exams or something like that, but it says um, men are stubborn or something like that, and someone had spray paint underneath that. No, we're not. (laughs) <laughs> i understand that yeah but i saw it on facebook and then i saw it in person i was like oh that's kind of clever so which came first uh the reality the or chick- the meme i think the, the chicken I, the meme came first that no year, so. it was the egg so their story is this year w b c um this year we celebrate our 30th anniversary serving the Apple community with the best upgrades gear and accessories we cannot thank our customers enough for the opportunity to serve dream big for allowing us to do what we love so much each and every day. I like that a lot. It's not an ego thing. Uh, Founded in Woodstock, Illinois in 1988 by Larry O'Connor, MacSales.com has been the premier online source for upgrade and expansion products for Mac and iOS devices, device users around the globe. For 30 years, we've offered outstanding upgrades and Hardware from ODBC, NewerTech, and others, as well as comprehensive free resources, so you can go further with your technology. That's absolutely true. They operate um, three campuses: one in Illinois, which Guy and I have both been to; yeah. Texas, which I've been to; and Nevada, which is more like a warehouse there in Nevada. I've never been to that.
2: Oh, I've yeah. I didn't even. I wasn't even aware they had a facility there.
1: Yeah, it's more like shipping. Um, but yeah, they have a facility in Nevada. Now I've been. I worked out of the Illinois one. I worked out of the Austin, Texas one for, I think twice. I was down there twice. I don't remember now. But it, it's an amazing company. Um, we're very happy to have them as our sponsor here for tech fan and uh, we look forward to learning more about MaxSales.com at MaxStock. So yep. See that I I promoted two things right there, guy. Right, right. It was like a mashup. It was amazing. I'm so good sometimes, with no ego about it. No, 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 not no. at all. So, what's going on with uh, your tech world? Anything, anything big? Well, uh, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, I've
2: I've got a yet another new way to record audio. Um, yeah. Oh, what? What? <laughs> yeah. What's still what? on? I know. Are we on the air? It's It's, it's amazing. Uh, I just picked up. Uh, I guess it was a month or two ago this two thousand and seventeen iMac to replace the uh, the two thousand and ten Mac pro that I had, mostly because i 've been kind of getting into or trying to get into live casting, and that Mac pro just just wasn 't cutting it, it yeah, I, we, I was having serious serious audio delays and even though you know I swore I would never
1: buy an all in one computer again, and yet, here I am. Dude, I've been a, an iMac user for many years now. You know. I, know. I, I went from, well, I had, at, at at the time, I had a very powerful G4 Mac Pro. I mean, that's, it was tricked out. Yeah. And that was about the time that the iMacs were getting darn close in power. And nowadays, that, I'm sorry, the new iMac Pro is the most yeah. powerful oh, Mac out God. there. It's not even close. So, there's a store
2: close by to here that was selling Mac Pros, iMac Pros, for uh, four thousand dollars, one thousand dollars off, and it was right around the same time that I was looking to replace my Mac Pro. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: however, I wanted to also remain married, so I made that compromise. Yeah, I I think you probably made the right decision. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I think so. And my wife thinks so too. <laughs> you, you know it's it's funny when 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 I told her I was going to replace the Mac Pro and the reason why was because I couldn't live cast on it she she gave me the the wife look yeah. and it was it was like okay so this thing that you do that you make no money from <laughs> gonna you're going to spend over $2000 on a new computer mhm and I was kind of like, well, yeah. And she was just kind of like, <sighs> it's like, okay, I guess that's my, that's my permission to get the computer Woo! And off. I went to
1: order it. So that's how that works. Uh, I don't, I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> it's, you know, I think that the, for the bang for the buck, most people, if, if it's not a portable that you're looking for, it really is about the iMac. I mean, Look, I, I documented here on TechFan, I don't want to make it sound like we're doing another commercial, but I bought my iMac through OWC, a, a pre-owned one. Yeah, they've I, got some great some great used systems. They do, and they, you know, they put their name and their warranty behind it. So I was very confident, not because they're a sponsor or that I worked there at one time, um, or that I did OWC radio, none of that. I just know the company and the people. So I felt very secure buying it. I actually felt more secure buying it from them than I did from Apple. So that's kind of why I went to that way. It, it, it just made sense to me. And I haven't looked back. I mean, the iMac is everything I need, but here's the funny thing. And I've said this on the show before. Anybody listening for any length of time has probably heard me say this. I, I While the power of the iMac is great, I didn't really need to use the 21-inch screen. Now, the 21-inch had all the power, RAM, and memory that I really needed. I just didn't much care for the screen. I like a big 27-inch screen guy, so I use my Asus plugged directly into iMac. I never use the iMac screen for anything. I've got the second screen sitting there, but I've got it dimmed way down because I I don't need two giant screens. One big screen's enough. So... I'm a happy Mac user and it happens to be an iMac. Now my 17 inch MacBook pro is kind of my portable thing guy. That's what I'll take with me to uh Mac stock.
2: God, how old is that? That's gotta be from 2008 now. 2000, I think be it's 10 a, years.
1: A, a, yeah. But I, well, I didn't pay for it. It was a client's and they were like, oh, we're just going to donate it or something. It doesn't work right. The hard drive shot. And I kind of looked at it like, really? And they said, you can, you can have it if you want it. <laughs> things almost flawless i mean it's perfect so i put an S- uh an ssd in it and repl- oh and the battery was shot it had a bulging battery so i got a new uh newer tech battery from mode over oh, uh, oh, what was the name of that company again, again tim what was you got the url for me <laughs> um i bought an ssd and a battery sorry pardon me and i think i spent 200 bucks <laughs> if that because I, cause I yeah. didn't need a huge SSD, it's just my little portable machine. I didn't even think I spent two hundred bucks, man. And this thing is just like it's brand new. It's blazingly fast, and it works great. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a,
2: a what Core two Duo. Uh,
1: I don't know. Maybe. Gotta be probably two
2: thousand and eight. And but for for like ninety nine point nine
1: percent of the stuff that most people use computers for, well nowadays it's almost all online stuff, dude. I know. I mean, seriously. You can well, use a I was, I, was talking,
2: us. I was talking to Gaz about that, and it was like, you know, it's weird. We went from having uh, like in the 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 dawn of computing, everything <coughs> was kind of networked, you know, because you were all connected up to a huge mainframe when sure. you basically just had a, a monitor and a keyboard. And, you know, and then they started really pushing big silicon and and everybody wanted more and more powerful desktops. And now it seems like we're headed right back down to (coughs) thin clients. Yeah, you could have just
1: said we've come full circle. We would have got it. I got a smart smart crowd to listen. What do you think about the HomePod? (laughs) Do you think the HomePod's been a failure for Apple?
2: Uh, I think it's too soon to tell. Um, Do you have one? no i do not and i and it was kind of like the same thing with the watch i had i had no desire to for an apple watch i had no desire for a home pod and if i hadn't had a chance at a uh, a gen 3 apple watch at a like a ridiculous discount because somebody ordered one, you know, kind of the same thing with like you had with the 17 inch right. uh, MacBook Pro, somebody ordered one and then they said, well, you know, I've got this series too. Maybe I don't really need that. So I'll sell it to you for half price. It was like, oh, my oh, well, okay. <laughs> so um, I, I imagine if somebody came up to me and said, you know, I just, I'm not getting much use out of this HomePod. I'll sell it to you for half of what I paid for it. Then, you know, I'd probably go ahead and get one. But 300, because number one, I mean, I love music. I really, really do love music. But I don't listen to it that much here in the house because I just, I have too much other stuff that's occupying my I mean, time.
1: If I'm jamming out, it's either on a really good pair of headphones, which is very rare, or I'm in my car, which is most of the time. Yeah. And I've got a really so, nice stereo in my car, so.
2: Yeah. And I just don't feel the need, you know, and. You know, so many people talking about the Echo and talking about, you know, the the Amazon and Google products, these smart speakers that that do all this stuff. And there's just something about the whole setup that, to me, just seems uber creepy. And I I just don't want it. I don't I don't want it here in the house.
1: Well, I think if, I've if, said this on the the podcast. I saw a really funny meme that showed a housewife in the 1950s covering her mouth, and she's saying. <gasps> don't say that, the government could be listening. <laughs> and the next one is uh, the same woman, very modern, of course, talking to her Echo or one of these smart speakers that listen. It says, hey, wiretap, What what's the weather going to be like? But yeah. that that's kind of what we are at now. I You know, we keep hearing about all these horrific stories about these – Breaches, of invasion data. of privacy. There's one yeah. today as we record this. Twitter says all 330 million subscribers should change their passwords immediately because some moron exported a, a a document and left it on an unsecured drive where it could have been accessed by anybody. Um, does do, do we even care anymore about social media? No, about privacy. Do you really? Oh, care? I care. I do care.
2: And considering what I do for a living, you know that. <laughs> That's
1: that seems almost a contradiction in terms. But you post but on social media, you broadcast sure. live over social media, you do a weekly podcast where you talk about your wife, your son. Mm-hmm. Anybody listening to the MyMac podcast for a year knows where you live, not the sure. exact address, but that would take all of 10 seconds of a Google search. <laughs> yeah, yeah it know,
2: wouldn't be that hard. Uh, so
1: what, are you What you worried about that they might find out that you are a Viagra subscriber? <laughs> come on, I mean, seriously, what do you... What are you hiding? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm
2: so over Viagra. Yeah, I am. No. Uh,
1: I don't need the, uh, these popsicle sticks.
2: <laughs> and super glue. <laughs> no, duct tape. It's
1: uh, well, I see. For the problem with pleasure. duct tape
2: is is the ridges. No, you it's, it's, it's
1: ribbed for her pleasure, guy.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> this conversation took yeah, a really one, dark that turn. that went
1: somewhere else. I don't know what happened there. Um, but seriously, everyone makes a big, oh, my God. But yet I, I I almost bet the majority not Brandon, of course, but the, the majority of people would love to be able to pull up their medical history on their phone to show their new doctor. You know what I mean? Well sure. So I think we make a lot of noise about privacy, but at the end of the day we don't give a crap. We well, want to no, we want convenience over privacy. That's I, what's I important like- to Americans now.
2: Convenient. I th- I think I like the idea of privacy. Sure, everybody loves than, the idea <laughs> more than
1: actual but, privacy. But, but uh, when's the last time you went and changed every password for all the different websites and and everything that you your email client, your MyMac username, um, when's the last time you went and changed all your passwords?
2: Uh it would be so hard to do now. Exact. Well, e- even if it was
1: easy, you still wouldn't do it. I might. No. People don't. That's the problem. They hate it at work. When you log into your computer, like, oh, you got to change your password. And then they write on a sticky note and stick it to the monitor so they remember the password the next day.
2: <laughs> no, I, I have a couple of tricks <gasps> that, I, that I use for that, mm-hmm. which I, I can't go into. Yeah,
1: I do too. My password it's, is almost it's, exactly nothing is the same except the last now. two digits change yeah yeah i just gotta remember what year that i'm aping the last two digits <laughs> right now it's o four so um that's that's your entire password yeah o o four o 04. h f o u r and then a, an apostrophe um i i just don't think we care i really don't i don't think we want Medical records out there in the wild. I don't think we want, you know, banking information, that sort of stuff. But everything else, yeah. I'll take this picture and geotag it and put it up there for everybody to see. Twitter, Facebook, I don't care. There it is. Look what I had for lunch. Uh, the, all the cool kids are using Snapchat now. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but uh, that's that's kind of my point, though. We don't we 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 give it lip service, but that's about as much service as we actually give it. We really don't. We don't do it anymore. We don't care.
2: I I I don't know if I agree with that. Um, the the fact that I do do a, a pod a couple hey, of podcasts do 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 da 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 da. But I I I look at at the 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 other things that I do outside of you know, all all the stuff that's related to the podcasts and uh i i don't necessarily want a lot of that stuff being out there uh you know i mean the, the social interactions that i have with uh my my family and my you know flesh and blood friends i i don't typically talk about that stuff and if, if you look at most of the stuff i post online either you know facebook or twitter most of it is just you know guy serial nonsense
1: yeah, but if if anybody finds that nonsense and does 10 seconds of Google search, they'll find that you've been doing this show and they'll know, oh, look, Guy Searle is in a play and, you know, we have to move into his new apartment and he's got my old Mac now. And so, <laughs> you, you you know, you talk about stuff that is very personal. I do too. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not throwing stones in a glass house here. Um, I do it, but I've given up on the whole privacy thing it, 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 i i think i gave that up in well that the only way the only way that that
2: you could truly say that that privacy means everything to you would to number one not have a social media presence the right. moment the moment the moment you have a social media presence your expectations of real privacy are pretty much over sure and you know for for all the all the complaining that 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 people do about privacy to to have any expectations of privacy when you consider that you're using all of these social media outlets and none of them are costing you a
1: dime so you're kind of agreeing with what i said because it's the convenience factor of quick access to your friends Quick access to your banking information. Quick access. Uh, you you well, give up a lot I, of privacy I am, well, you for do. the
2: convenience. You do, but again, at the same time, there's there's a lot of stuff that I don't post. That I, I, you know, it's my my persona, my online persona, is probably. I mean, you know, you've known me for a really long time. My online persona is probably and the same thing for you is like fifty percent of who we really are at, sure, at best. Sure, I don't
1: curse online as much as I do in person. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm. You drink you drink as many Mountain Dews though. Yeah, I do. Uh, diet, diet yeah. Mountain Dew, and coffee now.
2: I know that surprised me, but I I told the story to Gaz about the the very first Mac World Expo. Yeah, I remember. I heard it. <laughs> Okay, yeah. You were like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. This this Mountain Dew is stale. It, it was, was like, it was, how, how could you tell? By the way,
1: it wasn't, I didn't say it was stale. I said it was flat. Okay. It was flat. Um, I don't know. I think we kind of beat the subject into the ground. Let's go to our wiki trolling. Now, this is a special wiki trolling uh, episode for me, Guy, because uh, I didn't know what I was going to pick, and I was like, I don't want to do anything tech-related at all. I want something completely off... Off the grid, if you will.
2: Well, you see, that'll work because I have no idea what it's going to
1: be. <laughs> That's true. So uh, I typed in one of my favorite places, and I've been there less than a half a dozen times. And anytime I'm in Los Angeles that, and I have some free time, I go down to the Santa Monica Pier. I love the Santa Monica Pier, but I don't like it during the day when, when it's mostly... Tourists, which technically I am if I'm there, sure. but I liked, and it's not even the pier itself. I like the vibe of that area at night. Um, and I, and I know what I attribute it to. I remember when I watched the very first lost boys movie and they have an aerial scene, which you find out later in the movie is the vampires actually flying and they're over the Santa Monica pier. Right. And I thought, Oh, that place looks so cool. I that's that was my that place looks cool. It wasn't until years later that I found out well that was the Santa Monica Pier. And I thought, I'm gonna go there one day. I wanna check that out in person. I wanna go at night. And so my very first trip to LA for work, I went to the Santa Monica Pier and I hung out there for hours. I mean hours and hours. I was by myself, didn't care, I had a rental car, drove down there, paid to park and just hung out at the pier and the beach, and it was night. It was awesome. Um, So that is our Wikipedia wiki-trolling section. So the Santa Monica Pier is a large double-jointed pier at the foot of Colorado Avenue in Santa Monica, California. With an iconic entrance, the pier is popular with residents and visitors as a landmark that is over 100 years old. Do you know it was over 100 years old? No, I did not. Have you ever been to the Santa Monica Pier?
2: I've never been to L.A. Really? Um, the only place I've, I've been to, well,
1: I guess just really just San Francisco. So the pier contains Pacific Park, a family amusement park with a one-of-a-kind, state-of-the-art solar panel Ferris wheel. Um, other attractions include uh, a carousel hippodrome from the 1920s, uh, the Santa Monica Pier Aquarium, which is kind of lame, to be honest. <laughs> uh, operated by Heal the Bay, shops, entertainment, and a video arcade. Now, you know I've been in the arcade. Oh, yeah. I went, my first time I went, I actually went in and I played Super, or I, I played Miss Pac-Man with the speed-up chip in it. And I looked at the score and I thought, yeah, I think I could beat that. And sure enough, I did beat that. And the next time I went there, four months later, I still had the high score. And I was like, "Yes, I actually took a picture of it." That's how lame I am. What
2: isn't this? Isn't this like where the official end to Route sixty six is? It absolutely is. Yep, yep. Because the start of it is uh, in Chicago.
1: Correct, and the official end is the Santa Monica Pier. It's Colorado Avenue is the end of that route. So, anyways, um, so yes, it's got all those things, and uh, I like I like the history. And I read it, and I came up with a funny. Santa Santa Monica Pier has uh, uh, has had several piers. However, the Santa Monica Pier is a is two adjoining piers that long had separate owners. The long narrow municipal pier operated, uh, or I'm sorry, opened in September ninth, nineteen o nine. Primary, prim, little I can speak <laughs> good at ten thirty at night. Primarily to carry uh, sewer pipes beyond the breakers and had no (sighs) amenities. So it was nothing you really wanted to go out on. Yeah, you certainly didn't want to go fishing. Mm -mm, At least not past the breakers. Um, The short wide adjoining Pleasure Pier to the south, a.k.a. Newcomb Pier, was built in 1916 by Charles I.D. Loof, L-O-O-F-F, and his son Arthur, a mar- amusement Park Pioneers <clears throat> So that's where I stopped Because I started cracking up His name is Charles I.D. Loof And his son His <laughs> son is Arthur so his son Arthur are, Loof Yeah, A, A- loof. <laughs> <laughs> I get jokes <laughs> uh, They operate amusement parks
0: oh, oh my god, it's so good
1: uh, So I'll just stop there Because I can't do better than that to be honest, that was like a once a week thing for me right there. Um, I, I love the place. I really do. Um, it's just got a really cool vibe that I dig. And it's hard to explain for, to someone who hasn't been there because, and even if you have, maybe it just doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't trip your trigger. That's cool. I well, it's been it. used for a lot of films and, and television shows too. Absolutely. has. I walked, I've walked underneath that pier. Well, the whole of LA though. So you said you've never been to LA. No. Um, you know, my first trip to LA was in 2010 and no, that's not right. No, it wasn't 2010. Whenever 2010 is when I started at max special or, uh, yeah, max specialist. So, so it'd probably be like
2: 2008 for, then. F-
1: no, it'd be more like 2013. Um, cause I was there for OWC. Okay. I was there to actually look at a couple shows, um, and we had a couple of shows in L.A. as well. But anyways, regardless of that, um, L.A. is not like New York City where you just get a hotel down by Times Square or by the Javits Center and you just walk everywhere or you take a cab or an Uber. You don't do that in L.A. It's too freaking big. I had I remember I had a meeting in Orange County, and my hotel was uh, by the airport. So I told the guy, I said, okay, I'm... Landing at the airport, my hotel's, you know, right there by, uh, the airport. So, um, I'm looking at the map and it shows you about 35 miles away. So I should be there in about an hour. And he laughed. He, <laughs> he, says, he laughed. Yeah. yeah. He said, no, it will be about two and a half hours. And he was right. But here was the thing. So I, I have a rental car and I, you know, I, I, start at the airport and I start driving to out towards County and every freaking road I go by every exit. I know that exit. I'm like, well, yeah, I know that street. And yep, I I know that street. And Hey, I've seen that sign before. And wow, this highway is really eerily familiar. It we've seen, it a, thousand seen it a thousand times. A thousand times. I, by the last time I went to LA, I didn't really need my GPS on my phone anymore. I knew where I was going. So it's one of those places that even if you've never been there, you're familiar with it simply because of, well, look, American culture is the entertainment culture. That's what we're all about. Right. And.
2: Well, the weird thing is, the weird thing is you can take almost any large city in North America and film there and say, OK, well, this is New York. Right. You know, but you can't do that with L.A. No. You know, there are, there are so many iconic places in L.A. that if you try to do that, people would be like. No, that's not Los Angeles, and, and Los LA, Angeles sorry.
1: isn't just a, a one thing either. Because you're driving and you're like, "Oh, I, this is I remember this from Beverly Hills Cop," and I remember this from, and then you drive a little farther and you're like, "Oh, I'm in Compton now." Holy crap! Now I'm thinking of Dr. Dre and stuff. I mean, roll up the windows, roll up the windows. I well, <laughs> it's just one of those places that yeah is so iconic every turn. And if it wasn't for uh, the water shortage and probably breaking off and falling into the ocean eventually, yeah. earthquakes, and overpopulation, volcanoes. and the high cost of living, I would totally, if I had a choice to live anywhere I, I wanted to, or at least I could have an apartment that we can go and hang out for a couple weeks, I would totally live in Santa Monica.
2: Yeah, I, um, I, I it, that would be one of those places I would love to visit and then come back and live someplace else. <laughs> you know, I it, it and you know it. It's got nothing to do with you know earthquakes or or the rest. that. There's just something about California that is just so off
1: in so many ways. But it's you different know. than the California that you and I experienced when we would go to Macro Expo in San Francisco. L.A. is a totally different beast. It yeah, really, true. really is it you don't feel like you're even in the same state. It, it really is totally different. Um, L.A. is really... Just San out. Francisco is freaking weird. Yeah, but that's their badge of honor. That's what they hang their okay. hat on. All right. You know, and then you go Northern California, and it's more like Oregon. They're nothing like the people in San Francisco. Well, there's actually there's actually a, a referendum that's coming up where they well, want to split the state it. into they've three. They've done this so many times. There's a... Um, There's a show, I think it was on Discovery Channel, but I might be wrong. And it's called How the States Got Their Shape. And it sounds boring. It's absolutely a fascinating series. And it was one season. And it's really about water and these different things that this is how the state got the shape that it's in. And it's fascinating stories. And they have the story about California. Um, And at one point, they had a referendum. Northern California wanted to break away from middle and southern California. And they wanted to be called... I I think it's Jefferson, but I think I'm wrong. I forget what what it was called now. Let's just say Jefferson, because I'm just... That's not it, but it's something simple like that. And it was going to go for a vote. And the vote was going to come up on uh, December 12th, uh, 1944, or 1941. Well, a little thing in uh, (laughs) December 11th, 1941 happened. And it probably. That was December 7th. uh, Yeah, it was December 8th when they were going to have the vote. And so December 7th happened, and a little thing called Pearl Harbor, and it probably wouldn't have been a good idea for secession votes at the time. Yeah. Um but it's not Jefferson. It's right on the tip of my tongue too. That's really going to bother me now. Um but yeah, that's I mean, we've been here before. They have the same kind of referendum vote every 20 years in California. It's either breaking it up into two or three different states. It's never going to pass. It's never going to happen. This it's just not. It's still fascinating to talk about though. Yeah. But it's not going to happen.
2: Well, it just well, Northern California is where most of the agriculture is, isn't it?
1: Yes, and but yet the money is not there. The money's in San Francisco Bay Area and Los Angeles area, simply because of the populations and the different industries. You got the tech industry right. in the middle of California. And the entertainment industry. Exactly, and that's Southern California. So, it's not going to happen. Nothing's going to change. That state is going to stay just the way it is.
2: Until the big earthquake comes and half of
1: it falls into the Pacific. Yeah, then there'll just be the new Hawaii. <laughs> the Golden Gate Bridge will be eight miles long.
2: <laughs>
1: so. well, they'll uh, they'll finally pass the...
2: Uh, oh, never mind. I was going to make a Florida joke, but it's, it's too easy.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, I wish I could remember the name. I just know it's not Jefferson. I had it in my head, and then I... Like an idiot kept talking, and it just went gone. So, Northern California... Let's see if I can Google it. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. Northern California... You, by the way, you should really look up that series, How the States Got Their Shape. It's really a fantastic show. Um... Jericho? No, it's not Jericho. Name. Um... Northern California name, state, 1941. See if that brings it up. Sonoma? Yeah, maybe it was Jefferson. The state of, yeah, that's what it was. So this is another Wikipedia, so we'll kind of go there for a minute. Yep, this is it. Uh, I was right. The state of Jefferson is a proposed U.S. state that would span the contingent, mostly rural areas of southern Oregon and northern California. Oh, so they're
2: they're gonna they're gonna like take away part of Oregon too?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's gonna work.
1: Yeah, yep. It was Jefferson. I was right. I don't know why I was. uh... Yeah. Anyways, but that's yeah. Uh, Where is it? Uh, Running California um, voted to reject their participation in twenty thirteen, but. Yeah, oh, yeah I just found it yeah it's 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 quite amazing yeah, yeah. on November twenty seventh, 1941 a group of young men gained national media attention when brandishing blah 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 uh, it was <laughs> Crescent City was inaugurated as the governor of the state of Jefferson on December 4th 1941 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd that work out for you yeah the first the first blow was the death of a major or, of major Gable on December 2nd, followed by the attack on Pearl Harbor on December 7th. Ah, uh, yeah. Those in favor of splitting <laughs> the state focused their efforts on the war effort, which crippled the movement. Yeah, it did. So a little bit didn't, didn't, really, little bit. It didn't work out well for them there. So yeah, this is not a new thing. I mean, they've been talking about this for a long, long time and they just, they'll never have the votes. They just won't. Well,
2: I know that the supposedly, I mean, never having been there, supposedly the northern part of California is a lot more
1: conservative. Oh, it than totally is. Yeah. Some of the some of the other areas are sure. It's more like Middle America. I mean, it's very rural. It's very I, it just just the environment alone. It's it's more like a northern state. They have snow, and I mean, it's totally different than southern and the, in the Bay Area. It just is. Uh, if you scroll down, you'll see that they have a uh, an updated map where it shows where Jefferson would have been in 1941, and then where they want to do it in 2016, which goes. Oh, pretty
2: I'm I don't think I'm on the same page.
1: I'm put in state of Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, you'll find it on Wikipedia. Wiki, it's uh, Wikipedia.org/wiki/Jefferson. Um, and here we go, I got it so if you go down to the 20th century you'll see where the map would be now if they actually passed this and, and got their way so yeah, they, the red and pink map yeah, the, so the pink is where it would be in 2016, that was a proposal you can see in 1941 where it wasn't red So just a little tiny thing just a tiny just, thing just, Yeah. the but, capital was Otisville yeah <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually they have there was also on that same episode that I was telling you about when just I learned about place. this they actually went to um, the capital of Jefferson because they still call themselves the capital of Jefferson. It's like a little ghost town. There's like nothing there. And there's a guy who calls himself the, the governor the mayor, or the mayor or, the governor. or something. Yeah, it was, okay. It was just, it was really sad. And you just kind of want to pat him and go, that's not. It's okay. It's, it's all not, right. You'll be um, fine. But seriously, if you've got some YouTube time, I bet, I bet this is on YouTube. Uh, let's see. United. United did state oh no, how the states got their name. How the states got their shape, sorry. Yep, it's on YouTube. Uh and it looks like it's every episode. So there you go. In fact, um let me see, I'll do a search on this page for Jefferson. Yeah. Well Well, it it doesn't matter because every one of the episodes is there. Totally worth watching. It's so it's it's just really entertaining. So there you guys go. We, uh, we started with the Santa Monica Pier. We made our way north and talked about a secession movement that failed. <laughs> and then we give you some uh, YouTube video watching. So I'll put a link into uh, both the regular Santa Monica Pier Wikipedia thing as well as the YouTube page for how the states got their shape because it's a really good series. Um, I might re-watch them because I really enjoyed them when I watched them probably three or four years ago. But unfortunately, right now, I'm uh, just finishing episode seven of Cobra Kai as a... Oh, how is that? Bad and good at the same time.
2: That's kind so of how I feel about
1: uh, Lost in Space right it now. It is. It's better than Lost in Space, to be honest. Um, for those who don't know what Cobra Kai is, it is a TV series on YouTube Red. You have to be a subscriber to watch it.
2: Well, it's also on uh, Netflix, isn't it? Or is that just,
1: well, no, you're talking about Lost in Space. I'm talking about Cobra Kai. Oh, okay. Cobra Kai is a YouTube original series, 10 episodes, about a half hour each. So if you've got five hours to kill and you want to know what happens after the Karate Kid movies, and it really doesn't focus on anything but the first Karate Kid movie. The first scene of this is Daniel LaRusso kicking Johnny in the face to become the champion, and he falls. And they actually had footage that they were never shown in the movie, so you get to see it from Johnny's perspective. And you see Johnny go down and laying there, and then they fade into what's going on right now. And it's, what, 32 years later? He's kind of a loser, isn't he? Yeah, I don't want to give stuff away, but... Well, that's an trailer. It doesn't go in the direction you think it's going to. Because if you watch the movie, well Johnny's the bad guy and, and Daniel Russo is a good guy. Well, real life isn't quite that simple. And what happens now all these years later? It's I'm really enjoying it much more than it probably deserves. <laughs> but but I can't help it. I'm just I'm really into it. I've got what three more episodes to go i'll watch another one tonight when i really should be going to bed as soon as we stop recording hell i'm not even going to edit and put the show out until tomorrow and yet i'm going to watch another episode of cobra kai (laughs) um it's 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 decently acted let's be honest none of those people are known for their emmy or grammy or or not grammy emmy or oscar award winning performances they're not great actors it was a it was an eighties popcorn flick. There was n- never anything more than that. But and yet, yet, somehow, somehow managed to spawn three sequels. Well, it made money. Um, yeah, it, but to be honest, that first ep- that first uh, movie was kind of a cultural phenomenon at the time. I mean. There was just something about that movie people really like. And if you watch it now, it really captures the spirit of the 80s, big time. That is the 1980s. If you weren't alive in the 80s and you want to know, what was it really like in the 80s?
2: Go watch a karate
1: kid. That's all you have to do. Um, I really am enjoying the series so far. I don't want to give it a review or anything because I've still got more episodes to go. And I'm kind of curious to see how it ends. Um, I guarantee you they're going to have a season two because I know a lot of people subscribe to YouTube rub just to watch this series. So there you go.
2: Yeah. I kind of did that with, um, Star Trek discovery and really regret it now. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think Star Trek discovery is probably the best Star Trek I've seen in a long time. Um, it's the only Star Trek you've seen in a long time. Well, I liked it better than the next generation. I think the acting was simply superb. The storytelling was out of sight. The special effects were just amazing. They took chances that I've never seen another Star Trek episode take. It was very much an adult show. It's, it wasn't for kids. You're not going to see a lunchbox, uh Michael. No, <laughs> um, it was
2: it was basically Battle Star Trek.
1: Well, but and I think that's okay, though. I think mm. that you have to let things grow up a little bit. Um, and let's be honest, Star Trek has thousands of hours of television programming. And I think Star Trek Enterprise kind of showed you know what, I think this type of storytelling and these simplistic stories um, where everything is kind of reset at the end of the episode. I, I I think shows like Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead they've changed television enough where as an audience we like episodic television now. We like a continuing story. We want to know that what happens in this episode is going to have major effects on the next episode, and you just didn't get that. DS9 went to some r- places like that, but they didn't go full on the way Discovery well, they, did. They they really couldn't. They could have. It just wasn't a popular storytelling meme or a, a thing at the time. It just it just wasn't. It, the mandate was when you get done breaking the toys or playing with the toys, put them back in the toy box so the next director (laughs) can play with them and he has the same toys to play with as you. Occasionally something would happen, but generally you know the good guys are still the good guys. They're still alive. You didn't know any of that. And I think Discovery was, quite honestly, for science fiction in the Star Trek universe, was groundbreaking. Now, was it as good as the last Battlestar Galactica? I think so. I think it was a better series. Um, well,
2: it would depend on which season of Battlestar Galactica you want to compare it to. Not the, sh- not the fourth season. No, no, because that, that went off the rails. It, 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 well, there Just was, the you know, there series. was a reason why there was a reason why Battlestar Galactica finally ended, and everybody was kind of like, "Oh, thank God!" Yeah, right. Thank God this thing is finally
1: over. But I think, I think Discovery it took some chances, and I can't see anywhere where they missed. I didn't see where they whiffed on the ball once. I think the acting was superb. I think the the, the overall, acting was good. The, the overall the storytelling, story the
2: storytelling was was done well. It was well written.
1: It was well acted. It just didn't feel like Star Trek. And I think that's why it succeeded for me. Because if I want something that feels like Star Trek, I've got the J.J. J. Abrams movies. They, they those are Star Trek, no question. Or you got the Orville. And i really, I I've really enjoyed Orville. the Orville. I, I think that's a fantastic series and it is classic Star Trek done better than this classic Star Trek for <laughs> yes, this it generation. <laughs> it's funny. It's lighthearted. It gets serious when it wants to. Um, it was it certainly really wasn't
2: what I expected.
1: No, it was, it was better than I was expecting. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I love the Orville, but for the reasons that I love the Orville, I love Star Trek as well. Now, I'm not going to tell you that Star Trek was better than the Orville because they're such different shows. They, they are. really are. You can't even compare them. But if you have to, I like them both for vastly different reasons. You know, it take what you remembered of Star Trek, the next generation, because that's what they're aping. And they're making it for a snarkier audience now. That's more intelligent. That's in on the joke. But that third wall is awful freaking thin.
2: <laughs> real thin.
1: Real thin. But yet, Star Trek Discovery is exactly the opposite. It's hardcore science fiction uh, morality. And when you think things are going one way, it goes a totally different way. I
2: think part of my problem with a lot of shows like this is they expect you to be there each and every week. Because if you miss a week, you're lost.
1: And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing.
2: It's not that it's a bad thing, but there are times when um, – a- and it's a lot easier now with uh, repeats and the fact that uh, a lot of the networks, especially if you're paying for it, will let you go back and, and watch the older episodes like a week after they were broadcast and things longer than. Well, let's be lines.
1: honest. Netflix changed everything. When, yeah. When Netflix hit it big, wasn't simply because they went digital – first it's because they got into original programming that was really freaking good. And you could watch the whole thing at one time, at one time you, you were binge not the crap out of that. And, and I, I love that. I really do. And I love like Silicon Valley. I love that show on HBO. I hate the fact that I've got to wait eight to 10 weeks to be able to sit there and watch all of them back to back to back or the HBO still expects me to tune in every week to watch it. Viewing habits are not that way anymore. If you're going to put your stuff out there, especially a premium so, uh, show uh, a channel like HBO, HBO needs to get away from the idea of people are turning on their televisions to watch it at HBO. a particular time. It's not happening. They're DVRing it or more importantly, they're watching in one sitting. No event television um fine. You know, The Sopranos, yes, that was episodic you got to tune in every week. Sure. I get it, but this is 2018. It's different now. Some shows are big enough where you don't want to hit them with more than one episode a week. Uh, game of Thrones, for instance, that's way too much to try to watch those back to back to back. you outlander is another one or Outlander is another one, but stuff like the, the easier to digest stuff. We want to be able to sit there and watch, Episode after episode after episode. That's it's The viewing habits are just changing. Um, or give us the opportunity to watch as many as we want. Without reaching your hand in my pocket every five seconds for another nickel. But I say that, but I'm really enjoying Cobra Kai and I subscribed to YouTube Red just to watch this. <laughs> Here's the thing. I went through all their other original stuff and it's just garbage. It's just absolute garbage. It's YouTube stars pretending they're actors. It's just garbage. So as soon as I'm done with Cobra Kai, I'm going to unsubscribe because they're offering absolutely nothing. They're like, well, yeah, but if you're a YouTube Red subscriber, you don't get ads. Well, guess what? I use uBlocker. I don't get ads on YouTube anyway, so I don't care. Right. Um, it's it's the rest of their stuff is just garbage. And if this series, if this season ends as well as I hope that it's been going so far. I'll resubscribe next time and watch it every episode for three days and then be done with it and unsubscribe again. I will. But Netflix is a better option for me for my viewing habits. My DVR, I I hardly even touch it anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, I got to wait for, you know, how far back I am on episodes of the flash and I love that show, but I'm just like, ugh now I'm three episodes behind. I got to break out the VC or the DVR to watch it. Yeah. I'll wait till the series is done and then watch it in four months, five months from now on Netflix and won't miss a beat. And it's no less enjoyable to me to watch it on Netflix than it is watching it on my TV. All right. Let's wrap up the show. We're over an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Almost here guy. I really do appreciate you coming on. Uh, where can sure. people find you online?
2: Uh well of course they can find me every single week with uh the infamous Maz over there at the my com podcast been going strong since 2004 there's some guy started i can't remember for the life of me Chair who it Perry, was i think it
1: was Jay Yeah, Perry. something
2: like that yeah. uh also every wednesday night i do a live cast over on facebook the mac to the future live cast mac to the future go live i watched a
1: couple i've been there a few times
2: and uh the other thing that I'm doing uh three two four times a week I'm doing this little thing about ten fifteen minutes long called Guy's Daily Drive, where I just set up a iPod touch in my car and uh
1: talk about stuff. Glad you're concerned about privacy though I mean yeah yeah you know yeah, you, you can't you can't e- there
2: or something you you can't even tell it it's like my neighborhood that <laughs> I'm driving
1: through. We uh, encourage you guys to send us feedback. It's the show at techfanpodcast.com. Make sure you visit our sponsor. Uh, follow the link over from either mymac.com com or techfanpodcast to Mac Sales and buy an iPhone case or something. Show, their, show your love for the company that's shown us all love by uh, throwing ungodly sums of money at us. I mean please. It's it's an I As much money as they're paying to advertise here, I'm surprised I don't have my own private jet yet. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Guy Searle. Yes. This is real fun to have you on, man. I appreciate you coming at the last minute and uh, helping me out. We'll see everyone next week. And of course, next week, Avengers Infinity War. Dave and I are going to discuss it. Make sure you guys watch the movie before then, because we're going to spoil the hell out of that movie. See you then. Bye.